Well, hello again, chums. Welcome to another episode of the Mild Mannered Army podcast with me, Mild Mannered Max. It's a very special episode tonight. We're going to be focusing in on the bands who will be appearing at the four star-shaped festival dates that are taking place across the end of uh, August and into September. Manchester, Newcastle, Birmingham, and then the mother of all parties uh, at the end of September at the Kentish Town Forum in London. Uh, Full details at the end of this episode. But what an episode it promises to be. Joined as I am, not by my partner in crime, Mr. Nick Amys, but instead by the legendary Lip Gloss Jill, podcaster at Don't Point That Horror at Me, DJ at a variety of star-shaped events, a style icon, that's obvious to anybody who has eyes, and all-round double diamond geezer, whatever that might mean. Good evening, Jill. Hello. Again, what an introduction. (laughs) Oh, listen, if there's one thing I do, it's give good introduction. Don't you worry about that. I'm a master of it. Right, so yeah, you'd actually sent me a message, Jill, saying, look, this might be a nice idea, you know, if we had a little chat about the bands that are going to be playing at this year's Starshaped events. And you've obviously been involved with Starshaped for a lot longer than, than me. I guess you were probably there for the first ever Starshaped festival. Would that be right? Yeah, um, so the club had been running for um, a, a couple of years before we um, started the the festival dates. So the first festival was in 2016, and that was when we were at the Garage in Highbury in North London. And it was such a fantastic night that we thought we'd, we'd do it every year. Who played it that night, Jill? So we had, let me just get it up because it was a long time ago now, many hundred <laughs> years ago. But I know we had, so that one was two rooms, actually. So we had the main room and the upstairs. So in the upstairs, we had a few of the uh, toppest tribute bands. So we had Pop Scene, who are, who are a tribute to Blair, who've played at Starshaped Club quite a few That's times. Right. They're excellent. We also had Tax Loss Lovers, who are a tribute to Manson. And they were fantastic as well. And in the main room, we had Bass, who are returning uh. yeah, <laughs> this year. Uh, we had acoustic sets from Mark and Adam of the Blue Tones and uh, the guys from Shed 7. Uh, Rick and Paul did an acoustic set for us. So I think there's footage of that on YouTube. It's, it's really, really good. Just everyone singing along the whole place. So yeah, that was the first one we did. There was a few others as well. And that was three years ago now. And it's just got sort of bigger and better every year since. Well, I came along to the Glasgow date for 2017. And that was my first exposure to Star Shaped, really. And that that was just, I mean, for me, that was just such an incredible experience. I think that really was the event that that kick-started the mild-mannered army in in terms of being a, a blog that focused in almost exclusively on on Britpop and there were some great acts that that day Salad played that day of course Um, they were really terrific Dodgy played later on the day but the the big surprise for me of course we also had Sleeper the return of Sleeper Um, and that of course heralded the proper return of Sleeper right you know (laughs) yeah that's right yeah thank you Starshaped and um, so they played and the Blue Tones played full band set But the big thing for me that night, I have to say, was space. Um, I don't think I've ever been so surprised by a set 
as I was by space. I had it in my head that space were kind of because I didn't pay any attention in the 90s to them. I mean, there was so much going on that it was impossible to to pay attention to everybody. And I kind of had them down, not as a novelty act, but almost as kind of one hit wonders. Right. I didn't really understand. And then when you saw them live, it was just unbelievable. What a band. But we'll, we'll get to that later, I'm sure. And then last year's festival was also pretty spectacular. Big night in London with Ocean Colour Scene, uh, Black Grape, Echo Belly. Uh, and uh, who else did we have that night? Uh, we had the Supernaturals. That's uh, right, the Supernaturals. Two men of yours who are who are back, back, back uh, for some dates with us uh, later on this year, just announced this week. That's right, two very special dates. One, yeah. uh, bloody King Tut's Wawa Hut. Yes, I'm so excited. I've never been to King Tut's and it's been on my list for so long. So oh. I'm very much looking forward to that. Um, yeah, uh, we also had My Life Story that year as well. Oh, the real um yeah well my life story of course also back with new music now you know we've had a new single i've had a sneak preview of the album and i've done a review of it and nobody's going to be disappointed i can promise you that um right okay so let's let's take a look at this year's lineup then jill so if i just very quickly first of all maybe run through the dates for people so we kick off on saturday the 31st of august down at the o2 ritz in manchester first date is always a special date so if people can get there they should try and be there then we're on saturday the 7th of september at the newcastle o2 academy then a week later we're in birmingham the o2 institute on the 14th before we finish up at the kentish town forum on saturday the 21st of september and it's another incredible lineup i've got the poster here in front of me we're going to kick things off with an acoustic set from chris helm now you and i have both seen chris on lots of occasions. What would you say about making sure you're there early to catch Chris? Why should people make the effort? Well, I mean, he's such a fantastic um, artist, obviously um, made famous when he was in the Seahorses, um, but I haven't seen him on several occasions in small venues, big venues. Um, just his voice, I would say, <laughs> is worth getting getting along for. Um, for doors. How would you feel if I was to kneel right down at your feet right now is the way it's going to be from now until forever let's have less I would agree with that, Jill. I think you're absolutely right. The, the, his voice is incredible. And you're right, you can see him in a small venue or a big venue. I can remember, I think it was maybe 2000, it must have been last year in Glasgow. I was there nice and early. I think you had maybe been DJing quite early on. And so I was standing beside uh, another of the uh, Starship faces and the two of us just turned and looked at each other. I think it might have been Blinded by the Sun or whichever track it was he was singing. And we both just hugged each other because <laughs> it, it was just so incredible. And I, I would really encourage people. I know it's a it's a long day if you're there for the whole day, but it's, but it's so, so worthwhile. <laughs> yeah, I think um, Chris was one of the, um, the acts that played for us the first year we did the festival. Right. And he was in um, the little upstairs room that I mentioned. And um, he was one of the most talked about acts of that whole bill um just because he was so fantastic and um 
we invited actually invited him back to play our Christmas party that year because um, everyone's just raving about him. So um, yeah, definitely if you can get there for the start, he's it, not to be missed. No, definitely not. And then there's going to be another acoustic set from another iconic Britpop figure, and again another performer who's back with new music, another great album, a great single, a fantastic video out uh, just now for that single. And that, of course, is our good friend, Mr. Mark Morris of the Blue Tones, who is, I mean, if there's anybody who hasn't seen Mark Morris live on his own, it's an experience. He is yeah. a, a, a raconteur, he's a comedian and a beautiful singer and just an incredible songwriter, right? I might find a little Blue Tones song for you, is that all right? Britpop and you haven't seen him where have you been because he plays up and down the country in various venues pretty much every week um so it's not hard to catch but if you are coming to Starshape Festival he's definitely one to want to see um he's another another one that's um a friend of Starshape we could say he's played pretty much every festival that we've done actually he played with Adam the first year um, and then the following year, 2017, brought the rest of the gang along, the whole, right. whole band for a triumphant Blue Tone set, um, headlining for us. And then he joined us in Manchester last year for, for another acoustic um, set. So, yeah, he's well worth seeing. Um, yeah, as you say, funny, charismatic and it's, it's, <laughs> it's funny asking? that, you know, the, the fact that he is funny, of course, I, I think, I mean, you don't know for sure. I, I think that Mark uses that humour as a nice counterpoint to some of the sadness that lies at the heart of those songs. You know, a lot of those songs, when you sit and listen to them, even the ones that have got lovely, you know, kind of foot shuffling melodies, there's a real maudlin quality to them. And it's a real gift that he's got to balance out the tone of his set. You know, he'll make you laugh, but, you know, there might just be a little tear in your eye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, I think it's like it's kind of Smith's thing where the, the melody and the music so bloody jangly, but then you actually listen to the lyrics, it's like, oh, my heart. Right, then something I'm really excited about um, is Salad, uh, a full band set this time round. Yes. Um, and they've got another new album out, which, which again, people can read my uh, world exclusive <laughs> review <laughs> uh, of that album up on the Mild Mannered Army website. And... 
you know, they they are another one of those lost acts in lots of ways of the Britpop era. You know, they they were just so damn peculiar that it was always going to be difficult for them to you know break through in the same way as maybe other bands who had a slightly more pop sensibility. But you know, she is an incredible front woman. Oh yeah, again, she's got such an amazing voice and presence um, that, yeah, another one. I mean, they're all not to be missed, but <laughs> if you're unfamiliar with Salads, as you say, they are one of the um, maybe bands that have been a bit forgotten when, um, you know, there's all these retrospectives about Britpop and right. this, that, the other. But um, if you're not familiar, same as you weren't sure about Space that year, come and watch Salads and I'm sure you'll fall in love with them. I saw them, it must be almost a year ago now, in a tiny little pub in Glasgow, downstairs in a tiny pub in Glasgow, and it was a full band set, they were playing old stuff, new stuff, and I just, I, I couldn't believe, it was very similar to the space thing, I couldn't believe what I was watching, the the noise that they generated, you know, they are a proper force to be reckoned with when they, when they play live, you know, it's a wall yeah. of sound, Paul is an incredible musician, uh, and as you say, you know, if you're looking for a, a an iconic front woman, you don't need to go much further than Salad. Yeah. <laughs> right. Now, reasons to be very, very, very excited. Uh, last year, of course, uh, we had Andrew Montgomery from Geneva come and do uh, a set uh, at some of the star-shaped events, and that was really exciting. And then Geneva played a couple of dates at the start of this year. I saw them at the, the Wee Red Bar at the Edinburgh College of Art at the start of the year in front of maybe 100 people. But now they're going to be playing all of the Starship dates this year. And that is reason enough on its own to buy a ticket. Absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I do have a bit of a confession about Geneva. Um similar to what you were just saying about salads being maybe one of the not forgotten but you know not as remembered as they, yeah. as they deserve to be um so geneva completely passed me by at the time which is shocking um and weird considering they were signed to suede's record label and had been compared to gene and the likes um and he's got that beautiful high angelic voice <laughs> So then last year in Glasgow, um, nursing a hangover from drinking far too much in Pineview <laughs> the night before um, and not much sleep, um, I ventured out from, I was either DJing or backstage, I came out feeling so rough and um, I was just amazed by this lovely man with the stunning voice and um, yeah, since then I've, I've listened to uh, the debut further quite a lot. Um, and I'm very, very, very excited to see what Geneva brings to the festival. There's an old one for anyone who's nostalgic. This is actually the oldest song in our set, I think. It's called Into the Blue. Thank you. 
I, I think it's going to be mind-blowing. Re- really, I do. I mean, I saw them, like I say, in that tiny little venue, and it was incredible. I actually couldn't see. There isn't a stage in the Wee Red Bar. So the, the band were just on the floor along with everybody else, and I'm, yeah. I'm not what you would call tall. So I, I was stood at the back of the room. I couldn't see. And so I just kind of leaned against the wall, and I'm not ashamed to admit that on three separate occasions I was reduced to tears. Just the, the power of his voice, very similar yeah. to Chris Helm. You know, it's a voice that, that has an ability to drag emotions out of you and to drag an emotional response out of you. So, yeah, people should definitely get along uh, for that as well. I mean, I, I mean, we're saying that at the end of every band. It's, yeah. it's funny. <laughs> you know, you, you sit and look at the lineup and you can maybe go, oh, right, yeah, that looks quite good. But then when you start really thinking about these acts, you suddenly realise this is going to be incredible. I mean, this is going to be mind-blowing. And then we get to space. Oh, yes. (laughs) Why don't you say something about space, Jill? (laughs) Okay, thanks. Um, So it's going to be quite interesting on the day because we're going to go from the lovely, quiet, heavenly voice of Andrew Montgomery to something (laughs) quite a bit darker and most certainly louder. Um, so yeah, Space is one of my absolute favourites and um, they've played for us again quite a few times and yeah, I just love them to bits because being Scouse and weird myself, it was only natural <laughs> that the band of Scouse weirdos made me feel like I'd discovered something and found something special. Um, so yeah, since I was a, a little girl, um, when uh, Spiders and Tim Planet came out, marched my mum off down to Virgin Megastore in Liverpool um, City Centre and um, yeah I'm just so excited to see them again because they always put on such a brilliant show Um, like you said it's surprising if if you're not as into them as I am and sort of know all their songs if you only know them for like female of the species or what have you um, although that's a great song and a classic they are more than that and um, I think what is special about the Star Shape Festival and Britpop in general, um, each band is so different from one another. Because you've got space, you have you use yep. like film samples and synths and weird and wonderful keyboard noises, and they reference things like Frankenstein and Elvis and Tom Jones and George Best and count- <laughs> countless others. Um, I just think it's yeah, it's really going to wake people up. <laughs> Well, the, the thing that sticks in my mind from seeing Space at the 2017 festival was when they did the Ballad of Tom Jones and they had that video screen with Keris, you know, yeah. and she's doing her part and they're, Tommy's responding. And then, as you say, it's, it's, it's the wall of sound that they generate. You know, it's proper kind of psychedelic, psych pop wall of sound. I, I, I found it just like mind blowing. I, 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 can remember very clearly getting to the end of that set and thinking that was amazing really really amazing and I've, I've managed to catch them a couple of times since then and it's never been anything less than absolutely fantastic so yeah i'm really excited about that Yeah. 
Now, then we move to Dodgy, who are going to do something quite special. They're going to play all of Homegrown. Homegrown, of course, their second album released back in... I think I think we're almost going to be celebrating the, the actual birthday of the album, the 25th birthday. I think it was October of 1994, so we're not yeah. too far off the actual birthday. Oh, maybe I'll make them cake. Yeah, well, yeah, that'd be very good. Well, as, yes, let's make sure that it's not a homegrown cake. Um, <laughs> and... Um, yeah, well, interestingly, the album came with a packet of hemp seeds, is what I... I think that's right. I think the first issues yeah. of the album came with a packet of hemp seeds, yeah. Um, yeah because but, I was, I was um, looking up the album on Google earlier to check the date and sort of what songs are on it and what have you. Um, and I typed in Dodgy Homegrown and I thought, hang on a minute, what's going to come up here? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, this, this is a... Big, big album from the Britpop era. I mean, it was a massive seller, you know. It was a huge hit. It had fantastic songs. You've got Staying Out for the Summer. You've got So Let Me Go Far, Waiting for the Day, you know, Melodies Haunt You. I mean, these are properly anthemic songs. And I think one of the interesting things about Nigel Clark, Andy Miller, you know, Matthew Priest is that they have a real everyman quality, you know. They, they, They seem like the kind of guys... That could have been you, yeah. You know, and and in that regard, they're quite similar to the Blue Tones in lots of ways. You know, these are these are people that you could have been friends with. Um, well, I think in the in the early days, um, the Blue Tones and Dodgy actually shared a house. That's absolutely so, correct. What a um, like docu soap that would have been. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I remember speaking to Mark about this for a, an interview, and I don't think I included this in the piece on the on the site, but. Or maybe it was Adam. I think it was Adam on the podcast saying that effectively the Blue Tones moved Dodgy out of their own house. You know, it started off with Mark living there and then slowly but surely they began to kind of move in um, and take over this house. I think it had like a maybe a garage that they'd soundproofed. And so eventually it became Casa Blue Tones uh, after it had been Casa Dodgy. Um, So there's a lot of homegrown uh, antics. <laughs> yeah, I would think so. I mean, the thing that I'm looking forward to is is the fact that Dodgy writes songs that bring people together. These are songs to sing along. Um, one of the things I'm looking forward to most is um, I I don't know if they're going to do it in order, but most of these sort of album um, playbacks are performed in order. So that means they'll be opening with "Staying Out for the Summer." Now, yeah. can you imagine? whole venue full of everyone all the Britpop community just belting that out it's going to be a moment definitely well that's that's an interesting word to use Jill I would say that my experience of the the star-shaped festival has been that it has been a series of moments you know that every set contains at least one moment like that where everybody's just kind of bound together. I mean, the, the number of strangers during the Ocean Colour scene set last year who had their arms around me, we were hugging, we were kissing. And, and yes, yeah, some of it's to do with people being drunk and having a good time. But really and truly, it's about the music. And I think you're right. I think staying out for the summer. And I've got a funny feeling that a couple of other tracks might make their way onto the set that yeah. night. I um, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be pretty spectacular. We'll give you a big up. 
And then we get to the, the headliners. Um, and again, we're back in your hometown of Liverpool and it's cast. Yeah, so it's uh, quite scout heavy this year. Um, it is. But yeah, so we've got got cast finally making their star shape debut. Um, so that's very exciting. Um, proper Britpop legends with a bag full of tunes. Um, and I just think with cast, pr- almost more than anyone else, those songs just bring back. 95 to 97 yeah do you get what i mean like yeah absolutely it's like peak brit pop um i think especially and you're like this um walk away which always gets my like blokey mates right in the feels as the kids say because <laughs> it was played on the telly um when england got knocked out of your 96 on pens <laughs> that's right so I'm sure I'm sure you'll be able to look that up and sort of put that in here as a Scotsman with a big smile on your face. Ah <laughs> uh, well, you know me, Jill. I'm an Anglophile at heart. I'm an Anglophile at heart. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I saw Cast on their last uh, tour uh, in Glasgow at the same venue that the the Starship Festival had taken place in last year, and it was just great. I mean, it was just so great. You, you know, I tuned out from a lot of those bands that I loved at that point for a long yeah. time for a variety of reasons, mainly to do with, you know, getting older and having a mortgage and you know, <laughs> a wife and blah, 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 and a full-time job. But the amazing thing about Cast was that songs that I didn't think I knew, I knew. Yeah. And they're, they're going to give a set, I think, that will be very similar to Ocean Colour Scene last year. Ocean Colour Scene delivered banger after banger after banger last year and I think cast are going to do the same thing and I have this wonderful vision of them closing with all right yeah that would be great yeah that is another absolute anthem well that I mean can you imagine that it's sort of you know half past 10 11 o'clock at night people have had a few day full day brit popping <laughs> yeah. full day of brit popping of dancing to the djs of making new friends of reconnecting with old friends of singing along to songs you knew discovering songs that you didn't know and then putting your arm around the people next to you and just everybody bellowing all right i think that could be a near religious experience i'm, <laughs> I'm really really excited about that is that my thanks to lip gloss jill who you can find on twitter at lip gloss jill the starship festival kicks off this coming saturday in manchester then moves on to newcastle before hitting birmingham and ending up in london four cities seven acts thousands of like-minded souls countless memories waiting to be made i hope you're going to be at least one of those dates if you're in manchester newcastle london let me know and come and say hello be lovely to meet some of you a good time is guaranteed not by meeting me obviously but by attending the festival it's worth pointing out too that starshade will also be presenting a certain martin rosterter in june of 2020 at the shepherd's bush empire for his farewell concert his muse it would appear is driving him in a different direction from music so this really will be your last chance to hear those songs again 
If you've enjoyed the podcast, please tell someone else and give me a follow on Twitter, at MileManorMax, and maybe think about pledging on Patreon from as little as 77p per month. And so, until next time, bye!